X and O. Iowa men's basketball looking to get back in the win column tonight. The Hawkeyes host Indiana. Fran McCaffrey's crew has lost three in a row. They're 0-3 in the Big Ten. Devin Hester and Jared Allen among the finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023. A statement released by the Buffalo Bills this morning says DeMar Hamlin has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours and that he appears to be neurologically intact. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Welcome back. It's hour number two, five minutes past noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller taking you up towards one o'clock, and then we'll make way for Murph and Andy and uh, KXNO Drive with uh, Heather and Sean from three until six. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Dave Sinekin. We'll check in with uh, Dave Sinekin. Uh, zonecoverage.com covers the Packers, Packers and Lions, Sunday night football. And then uh, Nick Athen on the Kansas City Chiefs. Still nothing official as to how they're going to handle this. I saw one thing from Adam Schefter apparently this morning that the two teams, that if they don't play the game... Mm-hmm. The Chiefs would be given the option of home field advantage or the bye. Oh, okay. So you can, and then obviously the Bills, if they do stay number two, uh, they will. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to figure it out. I'm convinced they're not going to play the game. Right. They're just going to can't play the game. You back everything up. You could conceivably. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find I, out. I don't think that's going to happen. It's something that I mentioned on Tuesday's show that had kind of been floated out there, and, and it made sense to do that. You can can pull it off. I'm with you. I just think it's not the last-ditch effort, but it's way down the list mm-hmm. of, I think you just play it out. In mm-hmm. Cincinnati and Buffalo, you just played one less game than everybody else, and you go by win percentage, and simple as that. But if you had that choice, what would you take, the bye week or home field? The bye you would. I don't think home field matters as much in the NFL anymore. It doesn't, but Arrowhead as opposed to no, having to go to Buffalo. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, Arrowhead is such a great home stadium. Buffalo could I mean who knows what the weather could be like. If you were the remaining at least two and a half point, maybe three point stadiums in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So you're the two seed. That means you get the seven. That means you get, what, the Patriots or the Dolphins That if you had to play that extra game. Yeah, at this point you'd get, uh, it is the Patriots right now, right? Yeah. So then Buffalo would have the bye, but they'd have to go on the road for the Mm -hmm. AFC Championship game. I mean, this is something that I believe sports in general should do. I've always loved the idea of pick your opponent. You're the number one seed. You You get get to choose your path. You get to choose who you're going to play, at least in the opening round. You know, doing something like that, or uh, however it plays out. I love that idea. I know baseball talked about that for a while. That was something that was floated out there. A wild card team that advances, who do you want to play? You're the number one seed. You get that extra advantage. Because not only is it fun to debate about, but secondly, then you get motivation from the other. Hey, they wanted us. Here we are. You know, I think it would add such a cool layer there. And that's kind of what it is, right? If you're that seven seed and saying, boy, they'd rather play us than have a bye, 
then you got that motivational angle that's going to go into it. I, I think it would be a lot of fun, at least the, the conversation oh, the about the banter. Look, yes. the, the whole country of sports talk radio station would be talking about hey, it. No Not like, that, like the NFL needs that, right? right? All right, so there's 15 guys that made the cut that are the Super Bowl weekend. They will get in a room, and someone will, uh, on their behalf, um, get up there and talk about the virtues and why they should be in the Hall of Fame. Here's the list. And you only get to put five guys in. Mm-hmm. Five guys out of these 15. Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, Albert Lewis, who I didn't remember, by the way. <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware is on the list. Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. Okay. Do you have the 15 names in front of you? I do. Do you want to just start in alphabetical order and see if we can get a, a consensus on five of them? To get to five. You'd only have five. And I don't have stats here in front of me. This is just working off the top of my head. And you know what? I think that sometimes is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. Jared Allen, is he one of the five out of this class of 15? I don't think so. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. Willie Anderson. No. Rondé Barber. He's a maybe for me. In this one? Yes. Okay. I can't go there. So you got let me get it. I haven't I haven't pared it down though like you probably already have. I mean I'm, I'm I, looking I, at this thing fresh. Okay. Uh, Dwight Freeney. Above above Rondé. Dwight Freeney for me is in. Okay. Devin Hester. No. You know Trent, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he is too. He is the best punt returner yes. of our lifetime. Yep. But you know what it is when I when I was thinking about him is this would remember what baseball the reluctance to put in a closer for the longest yes, time. Yeah. And then they finally broke through. Is there a special teamer? I mean, this is what Devin Hester is going in as. He is an all-timer. But, man, oh, man. His, it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Offensive and Defensive Players. Exactly. And look what he meant. There, there's, you know, there's special teams, offensive, defense. Yes. There's three units. And he is a once-in-a-generation guy that completely impacted every time he was out there. I think I would put him in. So I've got Freeney and Hester. Okay. Tory Holt. I'd have to look at counting numbers. I really would. All right, do it this way. These are the receivers that are eligible this year. Is there only two of them? Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson. Oh, and Reggie Wayne. And Reggie Wayne. I would say... I don't think you're going to get two receivers. Put in a a receiver of that trio. Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, who he played in in Houston, so that's unfortunate for him, (laughs) and Torrey Holt. I think it might be Torrey Holt of the three. See, I think it might be Reggie Wayne. The Peyton Manning factor. Yeah, the uh, the Kurt Warner factor. Yeah, but he had a career after that, too. I mean, Mark Bulger throwing on the football. Again, have to, I, this is one that you have to look at counting stats. Okay, all right. Um, where are Al, Albert Lewis? No. I don't remember. Do you remember him? I remember having his football card. I don't remember. I didn't remember he was that good. Darrell Rivas. Really good at his apex. How long was that apex really? Though? Long enough for me. Revis Island, you are in. If he didn't have the moniker Revis Island, would he be? Yeah, I think so because with the he was so, so. But good. we know good cornerbacks. But having your own moniker, I think that elevates him to another level. Is is he Champ Bailey? Champ Bailey was a no doubter for me. Champ Bailey was unbelievable. Yeah. Champ Bailey was one of my favorite football players of my lifetime. Mine too. But I think Darrell Revis is right there with him. Mm, not for me. Okay, I will put him in. Joe Thomas, no doubt about it. 
You want Thomas in, left tackle? Yes. No, he's good. I agree. Zach Thomas has been on the precipice every single year. No. All very good. Okay. DeMarcus Ware? Nope. What? No. Now he's a Bronco. Yes. And I probably my vision's a little clouded because he ended as a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he was with the Cowboys, he was unblockable there, too. He was good. Um, Patrick Willis? No. Fleeting career, right? He walked away from it. Uh, you put Terrell Davis in, similar kind of career arc, similar career length. Uh, Darren Woodson is the last one on the list. He is a yes for me. His apex, his yeah. longevity, playing that position, the physical brand that he brought. Yeah, Woodson is a yes for me. So uh, I would have... Uh, where's my pen? Woodson. Okay. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Torrey Holt. Okay, three. Two more. Freeney. Four. One more. I think I'm going Rondé Barber. No! He's not going to get in, are you? Well, really? he's not going to get in. This is my my I know, list. I know this is your this is yes. your list. Okay, uh, I will do Freeney, Hester, Revis, <sighs> Joe Thomas. Okay. Got to put him in. Yes, and then I only get one more, and it's between Reggie Wayne and Demarcus Ware and Darren Woodson. I guess I should throw out where because he was a Bronco. <laughs> I'll go Darren Woodson. Darren Woodson, yeah. Darren Woodson. This will be. This is a difficult one. This is a tough one. There's man. some years where you pare it down pretty easily to eight yeah. or nine. Yeah. This is one of those years. No. Short of Albert Lewis. Right. Compelling cases, I think, for 14 of these guys. Yeah, I'd hate to be the guy that's what are we? That... What are we missing with Albert Lewis? I don't, we gotta I don't be missing remember losing. his career trend. Albert Lewis. Let, let's see if we can get at least some counting stats here for this guy. So when did he play? 83 is when his career started. He played with the Chiefs from 83 to 93, and then the Raiders from 94 to 98. So he's a cornerback for 15 years. And in the AFC West, and I mean, I, the team that I root for resides there, and I don't remember this cat. He had 42 career interceptions. Yeah, that's good. Uh, high water mark his third year in 85. He had eight that year, had six Did he, in Was he an All-Pro? Let's see. Uh, he was a two-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler. Wow. It's not a Hall of Famer, though. He's good, but I mean, I, I would yeah. think that I remember him, and I don't, so no, you're out. What's the old song? One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> right. Sorry, Albert. Yeah, Albert's done. All right, so we're going to talk some Packers coming up here with uh, Dave Sinekin. We'll get Sinekin in here. Uh, go right from Sinekin to Nick Athen and those Kansas City. We'll ask him. Ask Nick, who's a um, long time on this Chiefs beat, and certainly a fan of that beforehand. Again, if you missed it earlier, really positive news on DeMar Hamlin. I mean, it's baby steps, right? But apparently uh, is this from the Bills, that his lungs continue to heal, uh, that he's awake, according to... Uh, family members, and then he's responding to commands, squeeze my hand type of thing. So um, neurologically intact was what they how they coined it earlier. So credit the medical team that rushed out onto the field. I'm not sure they get the credit or the recognition that they uh, deserve because uh, that was phenomenal, the work that they did, and probably saved the young man's life. Dave Sinekin uh, joins the program. Sunday night football. Oh, baby, doesn't get much better than that, does it, Dave Sinekin? How are you, and were you watching on Monday night? Like, um, I mean, if you weren't, I'm sure you uh, saw it on Twitter very quickly and, and went to the game. How are you, Dave? Yeah, I'm good, Ken. Uh, good to be with you guys. I was I was flipping though because it was uh, just like the closing moments of the Rutgers Purdue game and, and watching the ah, upset unfolding. Yeah. 
So I didn't see it live. I actually went and took my dog out and then saw Twitter <laughs> kind of explode and, and went back and obviously was fixated on mm. ESPN the rest of the night for just a horrific scene. And, and obviously, as you just alluded to, perhaps uh, some light at the end of the tunnel for that young man, which is uh, obviously fantastic no question about it. Dave, uh, I think the Packers are getting in, and I wouldn't have said this. Very, you know, I tried to talk November. you into that bet when they were plus 880 what, three weeks ago, and you wouldn't bite. I just didn't think it was going to happen, and yet here they are. What, what needs to happen, Dave, for them? Obviously, they need to win. Uh, is there another, uh, another level? The, is there, there something involved? The Seahawks, do they need to get beat? Uh, no, I mean, if Green Bay wins, they're in. In fact, I just wrote a blog uh, at zonecoverage.com. It's going to be posted here shortly because uh, I'm taking kind of a contrarian take here. If, if Seattle wins, um, then they're still alive, and the Lions are out of it before kickoff even starts on Sunday night. But if the Rams upset Seattle, then the Sunday night game is a winner-in scenario for the Packers or Lions. And, and I'm actually rooting for the Rams. I hope, I hope the Lions do need the game Sunday night. I hope that they do have to deal with the pressure of the moment rather than, oh, we're out of it. Let's just ruin the Packers season. Let's gotcha. play loosey-goosey. Yep. we got nothing to lose. Yep. I, I could see Dan Campbell having those guys ready to have some fun if there's nothing to play for. So, yeah, it's an interesting uh, scenario. That Not the only scenario this weekend. There. They didn't put all the teams play in for something at the same time. The Vikings are uh, both with the Niners and the Ravens. So it, it's weird this year. The NFL didn't follow the usual formula of making sure that all the teams playing for the same thing aren't playing at the same time. Got a funky phone line. Hey, Dave, I'm going to give you a quick call back, okay? Oh, sure. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's all right. We'll uh, we'll get that reestablished. Zonecoverage.com is where we'll be able to read that blog uh, coming up here. Yeah, looking at the, the injury report for the Packers, boy, there's a whole bunch of cues beside Guy's name. Um, I, I I want him in, and but I get Dave's point, right? You don't want Detroit to have nothing to play for other than spoiling the Packers' season, because we know how that potentially could go. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is um, he's saying the right things. He's got this team on the cusp of getting back into the playoffs. Uh, Dave uh, Dave rejoins us. That's a really interesting way of putting it, Dave. I I kind of th- I, I understand your way of thinking uh, with Dan. Campbell in these lines, if they have nothing to play for, the only thing they have to play for is to ruin uh, their uh, uh, division rivals' playoff chances. Why not do that, right? Yeah, exactly. Look, the Lions will be tough. They're, they're a fun team on, mm-hmm. on the rise. I think you, if they can find a quarterback in this draft, that they might be the team of the future in this division if, uh, if Green Bay didn't get it right with Jordan Love. So, yeah, I just, you know, you, you look at their history playing in cold weather, Jared Goff outdoors in cold weather is not a real good formula. And, and that first matchup really left a bad taste in the Packers' mouth, losing 15-9 and, and getting to the red zone six times. And mm. I think they had nine points to show for it uh, with a couple of red zone picks. So that first game, I know Green Bay remembers, but Detroit, I think it kind of gave them a lot of confidence when they beat Green Bay, and, and they've played very well since that game. They really have, and then you look forward. It would more than likely be the 49ers in the first round. It's not impossible, but boy, what a tough matchup to get there. You know, we were kind of hoping if they got in, it would be the Vikings again, that we'd see that matchup. That doesn't appear to be the case, short of a couple of upsets happening there. It's a tall task, but you've seen it before with the Packers, right? Win, get in, and mm-hmm. seemingly anything can happen. Yeah, they seem to do better when they're the bottom seed, right. not yeah. the one seed, and and this is kind of a role reversal where now San Francisco is the hunted and Green Bay is the, the bottom feeder. Yeah, it's not a great matchup. Obviously, that defense is legit. Although you look what happened with uh, Jared Stidham last week to that defense, 
and you wonder maybe there's something Green Bay could find there to to uh, penetrate that defense. But yeah, I mean, I would favor San Francisco in a in a Packer Niner matchup for sure. But you know, it's Aaron Rodgers Hall of Fame against Mister Irrelevant, and hmm. I know he's it's, he's a great story, and he might be up to the moment, but. Playoffs are a different animal. You never know what what Purdy might give you in a playoff situation. So uh, certainly it would not be the first team I'd want Green Bay to play. It'd probably be the last. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) history tells us that when Green Bay is down there as the underdog, sometimes they'll surprise you. Uh, Tell us about number 25, Nixon, and his. What a special teams player this guy's turned out to be. Where did he – how did they get him? Where's he been? Um, Because there's been a couple of games now that uh, he broke one the last game and I think came close to the game before. Yeah, when the Packers hired Rich Bisacci to be their special teams coach, he brought two Raiders along with them as just sort of under-the-radar free agent finds, and that was Keyshawn Nixon and uh, Daryl Levitt. They're both uh, defensive backs. And they were brought in to really just help special teams. That was the idea. Not as a returner, but Nixon as a gunner with that speed. And that was his role to start the season was he was the gunner on the, the kick and punt teams. And um, he ended up, when Eric Stokes got hurt, filling in as the nickel corner and really handling that job way better than anybody thought he would. So it really showed himself quickly as a, a capable nickel corner. And when they finally put him back to return kicks, I think week seven or eight, um, that's when everything changed. And this guy didn't return kicks in college. I don't wow. think he did it in high school. It's just he's he's a natural. And you know, his emergence in special teams with five kickoff returns of over 50 yards, I don't think anybody else has more than two in the league this year. It's really jump-started everything. It's it, Yeah, it's just a special teams play, but it just it fires up the whole team. I mean, I was at Lambeau Field Sunday and when the Vikings blocked that punt to start the game, and there they are, first and goal, I mean, I was thinking just the worst. And the yeah. defense holds, which was great, and they, they settled for a field goal, and boom, next one take, Nixon takes it to the house. And suddenly the entire uh, energy in that stadium had flipped 180 in about 10 minutes. So he has had a huge impact on this team, and, and yeah, it took him a while to figure it out. But, boy, I, I don't remember the last time Green Bay had a return that we were excited about. So it's it's just one of those developments late in the season that you, you add a few of them up, and here we are at 8-8. Eight and eight. A wounded Iowa Hawkeye team for your Indiana Hoosiers, Dave Sinekin. This one doesn't have a whole lot of people talking. We're trying to create some buzz here. How about your Hoosiers, though? And, and we talked a little bit about them going to be without Xavier Johnson for a long time. Mm-hmm. He comes back end of February, maybe something like that. But uh, what do you think of this Hoosiers team in the matchup against the Hawks tonight? I expect the Hawkeyes to win this game, guys. Really? I do. I know, I know they're 0-3, and they lost to Eastern Illinois and everything, but I don't know what to expect. Indiana has not played in 13 days. They haven't played a meaningful game since they got run out of Lawrence, Kansas, on December 17th. Mm-hmm. Since that day, they've played Elon and, and Kennesaw State, and that's it. So they're coming in maybe well-rested, maybe rusty. Um, I really like their freshman, the five-star Jalen Hood. He's unreal. He's being asked to carry this team now with Xavier Johnson injured, and he was not up to the task uh, in Lawrence, that's for sure, um, once Xavier went down that game. And I just, I don't know if Carver Hawkeye Arena, I don't don't know what that crowd's going to be like. I've been there a number of times. Yeah, I suppose. But Indiana comes to town. If they stay in that game early and maybe have the lead, I I don't know. I, I hope my uh, big picture hopes have not been dashed with Xavier Johnson's injury and it's got me down. But I just think I haven't seen this team play a good game 
almost the Xavier win, which was their best win of the year. Uh, they're just now point guard. Their X factor is sophomore Tamar Bates, who's really stepped into Johnson's minutes. He's shooting the ball really well from deep. And if he is on, I think Indiana could beat anybody. But if he's not, uh, they don't have much outside of Trace Jackson Davis. And he hasn't played since the Kansas game. He hasn't played in almost, mm. what, over three weeks with a back injury. I don't know. I just think Indiana kind of stumbles into the Big Ten season. Get Northwest on Saturday. That's not going to be easy. They showed last night. Uh, but this one, if I were down in Iowa where I can bet, uh, I would bet on your Hawkeyes tonight. <laughs> a lot of people are. Uh, the tickets are relatively yeah. even on this, as uh, we checked earlier. Dave Sinekin, uh, zonecoverage.com. That's where you'll be able to read that blog that he referred to earlier. Dave, we'll talk to you next week in advance of round one of the playoffs. Thank you, Dave Sinekin. I hope we're in it. Thanks, I'm guys. convinced you will be. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you coming on. All right. We know that the Chiefs are going to be in it. We don't know if they're going to play. We don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, Nick Athen uh, joins the program. You can read Nick in a whole bunch of places. Primetimesports.com is where you can find him. Uh, good to talk to you, Nick Athen. You know, let me start with this. I, I com- when you were joining, when you joined us last week sometime, I completely booted it. I, I my weekends were totally <laughs> messed up or run together. Uh, there is games as we know this weekend. You said that there was. I forever, uh, what, for whatever reason, just I couldn't. It didn't register. Uh, but oh, but yeah. well done. Uh, so, what are you hearing, Nick? Chiefsfocus dot com, by the way, is the other site for Nick. What I've, I've seen some crazy scenarios out there that yep. you know the uh, that the Chiefs may get to pick. Do we want home field advantage or do we want to mm-hmm. go on the road for the final? Uh, which kind of seems equitable. What What are you hearing? Sure. Well, I mean, I've heard quite a few things. I mean, I, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, obviously thinking about all this, and it's, it's been, you know, I, I haven't been affected like this in a really long time, you know, what, what happened with DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, then I thought about what's the NFL going to do. And I think the best case scenario is they, 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 they cancel the Bills Bengals game. I just don't see the Bills going back to Cincinnati, especially if DeMar is still in the hospital. And thank God he's making a lot of improvement. Right. Um, you know, I just don't see that happening. I think it's too much to ask of the Bills, to be quite honest with you. I think if you go to eight teams per league, which I think will be a vote in March, too, so they never are in this situation, ever have to deal with a bye week. Um, I think you go to eight teams, you put the championship game in a neutral site. Uh, if it's the Chiefs and the Bills or the Chiefs and the Bengals, you go to Indianapolis, have a nice cushy dome stadium, fill it up, and I'm totally fine with that. Ironically, that was uh, Lamar Hunt's desire the AFC and NFC championship game long ago was that they'd be played on neutral sites like the Super Bowl. Hmm. Um, I think that's a fair way to do it. Um, obviously, you know, there was talk about moving the Bills um, and the Bengals, at least what I was told, to Saturday yep. and do a Thursday game, but I just don't think that's happening. So um, I-, I think they're going to wait to see what Kansas City does on Saturday, and at this point it does not look like that they're going to play this game. Jarrett Stidham. Looked really good yeah, against the yeah. defense, a lot better than the Chiefs, the 49ers, one of the best in right. the league. How concerning is that? I, I know it's a divisional game, it's on the road, the Raiders Super Bowl, this is their last chance yep. to go out there. There's right. there's a lot of things kind of pointing the Raiders' way here. The Chiefs with a ton to play for, but this is not a layup. <clears throat> no, it's not a layup, and I can remember a time uh, back when Gunther was the coach, and uh, the Chiefs just needed to win the last game of the season to get in the postseason, and uh, Rich Gannon and Tim Brown ruined the day. So, mm. um, you know, Sidham and, and uh, Devontae Adams can certainly ruin the day for the Chiefs as well. Um, you know, on the plus side of this, I think now the Chiefs have game film. 
they can kind of look at, you know, okay, we need to pressure this guy in certain situations where they're probably going to blitz quite a bit because he tended to make some mistakes. You know, he flushed out of the pocket, made a couple of incredible throws. But let's be honest, Devontae Adams is in a whole new world and a whole new level, and some of the catches that he made were just outstanding and terrific and just just amazing. Um, They're going to need that to beat the Chiefs. Um, I I still don't think the organization is right. I don't think the locker room is right. Uh, I think the car situation is still – it's still something that's bothering some people. They're going to say all the right things. But, listen, if the Chiefs take care of business, if they just play the way they're supposed to, they'll be fine. Um, you know, I don't think they're taking this game lightly. I don't think they've ever taken any AFC West team lightly. They may not have always played the best, uh, but they've always found a way so far undefeated. And, and uh, you know, unless there's a three or four turnovers, you know, differential uh, against the Chiefs and Mahomes just plays poorly and, and things like that. I, I don't see a way the Chiefs are going to lose this football game, but would I be shocked if uh, this young man has a terrific performance to follow up and, and fight for a position to be the team quarterback next year? It wouldn't surprise me at all. What has surprised me is the emergence of Jarek McKinnon, who was a nice player, but he's getting he's up that age, yeah. right, for running backs. He's in his 30s now. He's a touchdown yeah. machine all of a sudden, Nick Athen. You know, he's kind of taken over that Damian, that, you know, that, that Damian Williams role. I mean, he's just the guy that, you know, third down, he can get you a couple of tough yards. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. I mean, they're running some of the same plays they did when Williams was back there. Um, and they need a guy like that. They don't have anybody. They don't have a starting running back that can, that can play those and play that kind of role and, and run that kind of offense. And he's just been terrific. And I, you know, and I think it was the day of the draft. You saw the little ticker and, you know, the Chiefs re-signed McKinnon. I'm like, why they just drafted Pacheco? You know they they've got you know a plethora of running backs, and I'm thinking, well, why would they do this? And obviously they knew something. So um, you know, terrific, terrific late signing, and he's just been he's been amazing. I mean, he's just when he touches the ball, you know, he he makes things happen, and he's a terrific blocker. Um, you know, he's he's their best all around back right now, and thank God they have him because I don't think the Chiefs win a couple of these games you know, over the last five, six weeks if it wasn't for the play of McKinnon. No, I think you're exactly right on that front. Who'd you rather see AFC Championship game, Cincinnati or Buffalo? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. It really is. Um, you know, I think I'd rather see – go ahead. Buffalo, I mean, I, I just think with everything that's gone on – and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out of my chief shadow here for a moment – if the Bills win the Super Bowl, I'm going to be the first person to stand up and jump and cheer for them. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I, I, I want to see them and the Chiefs. I think everybody wants to see that. You know, I think the Bengals are, are a good team. But I think it's going to be the Bengals and the Chiefs again when it's all said and done, just because I don't think the Bills' secondary um, is going to survive a test against the Chiefs and the Bengals in back-to-back weeks. Um, you know, uh, they've got some issues in stopping the run, you know, even before the incident with Hamlin. And I think those are concerning more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, I don't think they can go back-to-back against those two teams in the postseason. And I think that's what they're going to have to do um, you know, to get there. But for me personally, uh, I would like to see the Bills and the Chiefs in the title game. And I'd like to see it on a neutral site. And I'd like to see half the Bills fans and, and half the Chiefs fans there. Be phenomenal. Nick yeah. Athen, Nick, great stuff. Primetime Sports Talk, Zone Coverage. No, not Zone Coverage, ChiefFocus.com. I uh, appreciate you coming on, Nick. We'll talk with you next week. Thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Yep. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Nick Athen, as we catch up on the Chiefs, Dave Sinekin prior to that, on those Packers and Dave is an Indiana grad. That's why we got to Indiana and <laughs> Iowa. Uh, and he's, he likes the Hawkeyes. 
He does. I um, I get the layoff factor. Two, two teams that don't like their teams, or, or two guys that don't like their teams very much. Man, I hope Syndicate's right. Iowa needs this game in the worst way. They got to win four out of five. They do. They do. They go two Rutgers and then mm-hmm. get a whole bunch more home games coming up. Northwestern, Maryland, and Michigan working from reverse order, right? Wolverines figuring it out. I was impressed by them last night. I didn't see them last night. I was watching. I was stuck on the Big Twelve. When I bounced back and forth, that's where that was my back and forth game. And mine was Wild Lightning. Oh. Wild got a good one. Do you see the way they were in the uniforms, they the were, old North yeah, Stars yeah, uniforms? So it looked so good on TV. Every time I went there, Penn State to make a run, and Michigan had a response every single mm. time. You know, I like that Penn State team, mm-hmm. and I, you know, they're a team probably going to be a 10, 11 seed. You know, if they get in something like that, I got the that picket kid is just so good, and he was again last night. He just didn't have any help, but yeah, Michigan. I think uh, figuring out they're three and zero in the Big Ten now. After a lot of people left them for dead. Yeah, my present company included. Uh, it's time for another uh, $1,000 uh, KXNO keyword, this nationwide slam dunk contest. Go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, the pop-up box, it will appear. And once it does, enter the keyword cash. Cash, your chance to win $1,000 cash at KXNO.com. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. The fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game happening on Monday. Your go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any college football game and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings. Same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code KXNO. New customers bet just $5 on college football, get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800. Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. First Thursday without football, just realized. Yeah. Ah, oh, we got the Hawks and the Hoosiers. That, that'll work. We yep. got Ohio State, Purdue before that. That precedes it, yep. I think we're going to Carver. You're going? I think so. I think I'm going to take Ella over there. Why didn't I? Should have been glad to give you those tickets. If well, you want. <laughs> on StubHub, the get-in price right now is three bucks. So yeah, I think I'll be all right. So you're going to roll over there? Yeah, late night. Yeah, make sure that Ellen knows. Sleep on the way home. Yeah, that it's time for bed when we get back in the car. But mm-hmm. yeah, weather looks good, and that's half the battle. It, it really is. I mean, I, I don't know how many times over the past well seven years since Ella's been around that we had something on the books for a basketball game, mm-hmm. women's or men's. Weather said, no, you're not. Right. And, and completely have to kind of change the plans on the side. But yeah, just looked at the weather forecast. Looks good. Tickets are incredibly cheap. 
So uh, I just got a pair of tickets, row BB, which is behind the Iowa bench, uh, row 21, mm-hmm. for 10 bucks Each? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> d- decent seats buyers, certainly. Yeah, I can't say no to that. So no, no, good. We've been talking about, in fact, Ella was excited about the game. I, I think there's somebody in the class that she's friends with. That's a Hawkeye fan. She's getting more into it. She wanted to wear her Hawkeye stuff today to school nice. on top of did it. Did you so let her? I, got I did, of course. That's yeah. a good dad. Yeah, so uh, she's going to have a little extra surprise when I pick her up today. That'll, that will. That'll be fun. Get over there and at least make my one appearance. In so where, where will you eat beforehand? Take her out to dinner somewhere? Yeah, we'll go to the Vine, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Get some wings. It's been a long There's time. There's a pretty famous uh, place that was going to close over there. I saw it over the weekend. Yeah, the Hamburg, yeah. And, and then did like, they get a reprieve, maybe? Well, who knows exactly. So is it a breakfast? I've never been yeah. to it. A breakfast yep. spot? Yep. Pretty popular? Just a greasy spoon. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You love, love it. Oh, I love those places. I know you do. Yeah, it'd be perfect for you if, well, you're never going to get to Iowa City. No, so. probably not. No, no. Probably not. So don't even need to put time. it on your list. But uh, but it is but it is pretty popular. Because I saw yeah. a lot of Twitter and people were disappointed. Yeah, it's closing. in the downtown area. Yeah. And, yeah. It's been a staple for years, I'm assuming, right? around like 70 years. Yeah, something like that. So. Yeah, that's going to stay there. Good. Speaking of uh, basketball, though, did you see the news the other day from the NCAA? And this wasn't just a basketball thing, but making it where 25% of your teams in whatever sport it is, gymnastics, basketball, wrestling, 25% getting into the tournament. And people are already jumping to the conclusion, oh, here comes NCAA tournament expansion. So there's over 300. So- yeah, 360. <sighs> so that's 90. People were jumping to that number. No. That you could expand it. Now, Matt Norlander had a really good article about this yesterday. It's, it's a long read, but if you're looking for something to uh, peruse this afternoon, he did a really good job of mapping out. Most of athletic directors are completely against it. It's something that rare do you get 95% of people to agree with anything. One thing is, let's leave the NCAA tournament alone. For sure. The partners with Turner and CBS do not sound willing to open up negotiations if they would expand. So now you're cutting the pie up even more directions, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you got a perfect. Now, 64 is perfect. The yeah, but you know what? Good. Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty good. It's fine, right? It is. We, I'm with we you. get a little something there. Were we, were, no, I was going to say, were we, we weren't in, uh, in Vegas for that. We were there no. for the conference tournament. Right. But I could see maybe an expansion like 72, add a couple more of those first four. Going that route, that could be a possibility where every 16 seed's playing to get in. Every 12-11 seed, one in every region, I think that is more likely than a big-time expansion that people are believing, up to 90 teams. But it's out there. Just be a reminder. And Slive, he's talked about this a lot. Because Texas A&M got screwed last year. And hey, Texas A&M made a pretty good hire football-wise. Yes, Bobby they Petrino. did. Whew, I'll say that that he should help all those five stars that they get. Is he a knucklehead? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, of course, he absolutely is. Have you ever heard this song? radio guy down there in Memphis that uh, did on Petrino when he got caught with the lady on the motorcycle. I, I, I might have. I don't oh, recall. It's it. one of the funniest it's things. A, I just heard it again after the news came out yesterday. Oh, happy roll. In fact, that'll be our bumper when we come back here 
Not our normal bumper because, well, we got a little something going we, on right we now. We do. Normally, we play Pink Floyd uh, when it's time for the Claxons contest, but it's going to be different today. But what does that mean? That we are going to do Claxons right now. Uh, 515-284-5966. The first four callers. If you haven't played in the last 30 days, here's your chance. We'll give you four games and a tiebreaker. If you get the most right, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 Claxons Barbecue online. Claxons. ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. If you're getting a ring, stay there. That means you're in. Claxon's giveaway is next. Uh, do we have a DraftKings read? So it'll be a while before we answer the phone, so stay there. Be patient. If you're, if you're getting a ring, you're in. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 K- KXNO. The fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game coming up on Monday. My go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook. They are one of America's top-rated sportsbook. 12.5-13 depends on where you shop. It's a lot of points, Trent Condon. Oh, I see where you're leaning. Points, I kind of, yeah, I don't know. And right now, new customers bet five dollars on any college football game. Well, there is only two, and if you include the FCS championship the day before, uh, get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays. Taking a look tonight, NBA slate. You got Dallas and the Celtics. How about this, Luka Doncic? Just Bet on Luca. Put this together. Luca, 35 or more points. Over. More than eight rebounds. More than nine assists. So you're basically betting on him to get a triple, triple double. double. Yeah. And three three pointers plus three niners. See, that's how you do that. You put these things together. It doesn't have to just be, you know, individuals or a bunch of guys. You can do it on one single guy. Mm-hmm. You believe a guy's gonna have a big night, do it with the DraftKings same game parlays. Yeah, you can't beat it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code KXNO. Very important. Code is KXNO. New customers bet five dollars on college football and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. The code is KXNO and it's only a DraftKings Sportsbook where you must be twenty one or older Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call watch iHeartland today. Riding down the highway of girls on my bike. Man, I never felt so alive. Screaming pig suey at the top of our lungs. Man, I never had this much fun. But then she reached around and put her hand on my thigh. I was in heaven and I closed my eyes. Next thing I knew, I wound up in a ditch. Oh man, I should have never messed with this girl in the athletic department in the volleyball shorts. All right, Miller Condon, welcome back. The old to Bobby Petrino. The ballad of Bobby, Bobby Petrino. That's by a radio guy in Memphis. So good. <laughs> Pretty so good. hilarious. All right, 10 minutes before 1 o'clock. Brian, Mark, Jeff, and Barry, we're going to give you four games and a tiebreaker. You get the most rights, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, online, klaxonbbq.com, klaxonbbq.com. Um, ready to go, TC? Let's do it. Uh, hello, Brian. How are you, Brian? Hello, gentlemen. Brian, Indiana and Iowa tonight. Pick them. Oh, I, I got to pick Indiana. All right. TCU, uh, we're projecting three-and-a-half-point favorite as they host Iowa State on Saturday. TCU. Green Bay is a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Lions on Sunday night football. 
I'm going to say Packers. All right. The Jags of Jacksonville are a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Tennessee Titans Saturday night football. Uh, Derrick Henry's rested. I'm going to go with the Titans. Yes, he is. Here's the tiebreaker, Brian. Closest without going over. This Big Ten game happens tonight. Purdue is on the road at Ohio State. Total points in that game. Closest without going over, Brian. 145. Brian, thank you. Appreciate you listening. Thank you. Uh, Mark is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Mark. Hello. Uh, Iowa or Indiana tonight? Who do you want? Hawks. TCU is a three and a half point favorite over Iowa State on Saturday. Iowa State. Green Bay, four and a half to the Lions on Sunday night football. Go, Pat, go. Jags, six and a half to the Titans on Saturday night. Jacksonville. Uh, tiebreaker, Purdue, Ohio State tonight. Total points closest without going over, Mark. 135. Thank you, Mark. Enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeff is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Jeff. Ken, it's good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Where have you been all week? Kind of thought we'd hear from you. Uh, yeah, well, the Hawkeyes, you know, they're making me cry. But uh, I'll give you my first qu- uh, answer right now. The Hawks are going to play their best game of the year. They're going to win by double digits. All so right. The Hawks. All right, you are the official caller to the Miller and Condon radio program. Uh, TCU is a three and a half point favorite over Iowa State on Saturday. It's like you guys said earlier, I like the clones, but they got one in the bank, and I, I think they're going to slip up here on the road. Give me TCU. All right, Green Bay, four and a half over the Lions Sunday night. Give me Green Bay. Jags, six and a half over the Titans Saturday night. My boy Ty is still in the mix in the DraftKings Eliminator. Nice. And I don't want to spoil it for him, but I believe he's taking Jacksonville. I believe he wants the middling position. So for him, I'll take Tennessee, but my boy Ty, go Jacksonville, go. Ty's the guy that called us, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, Ty loves um, Hope he gets back to us. I want to see how he did. So you think, all right. Uh, Tiebreaker, Purdue, Ohio State, total points tonight. Closer without going over, Jeff. 130 when the Hawks won by double digits. I'll be calling you guys tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Hope Bye-bye. you do. See you. Jeff joins us. Uh, now Barry brings Claxons to a close. Hey, Barry. How you doing? Good, fine. Thank you. Iowa or Indiana tonight? Indiana. TCU's a three and a half point favorite over Iowa State. TCU. Green Bay, a four and a half point favorite over the Detroit Lions on Sunday night. Uh, Hurts is a Bears fan to pick Green Bay, but I will. Okay. Jags are a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Tennessee. Tennessee. And the tiebreaker closest without going over, Purdue-Ohio State tonight. 129. Thank you, Barry. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. That'll bring Claxons to a close for another week. Are we going to keep it here or move it to Friday? What do you? What's your call? I uh, since we're going to do picks through the Super Bowl, keep, say, keep it here through football season. Deal. And Deal. then yeah, we can go back to from what middle of February through August. Yep. It'll be on Fridays, Thursdays throughout football season. I think that works best, right? Works fine for me. Uh, do you have anything you like tonight? Didn't you have an opinion on Purdue, Ohio State? I do. I am on Purdue bouncing back. Now, it's kind of the same kind of cap as yesterday with UConn. That did not work out well. That one uh, went in the tank for me. In fact, yesterday, 5-6. and six. Gave 11 first picks. First losing yeah, day in a first, long time. Now, over the last 30, we're still up 42 units. Again, it's a long play, but uh, we're right back at the board again today. We got 11 more picks. <laughs> Uh, Moorhead State, jumping on Purdue, 
Jacksonville, the Dolphins, you know, that's been one of my teams this year that I've, I've uh, jumped aboard with. How about Cleveland State, the Vikings, minus five and a half. Washington State, plus four and a half. New Orleans, no, not the Pelicans, the Privateers. We'll lay the seven with them against Lamar. Not Lamar, Latrell. Different Lamar. South Dakota, the Coyotes. I'm digging deep here. Montana, sure minus are. two and a half. You like Tennessee Tech, minus the four? Big fan. Against Eastern Illinois. How about that? Ah. Uh, Cal State, uh, Sacramento State, minus two and a half. And finally, I'm on the Hoosiers, plus 105 on the money line. Did At- the same thing with the Purdue game. Instead of laying the one or getting one, yeah, just play money just line. Play money line and get yep. plus 105. It, the difference is negligible. And if you get hit by that one point, I guess it's going to happen. I think over the course, mm. though, of those one-point games that I just play the money line, I think long-term you're going to be ahead. But that's what we have here today, and a trip over to Carver. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm anxious to see how it works out. I see that uh, the doctors, DeMar Hamlin's doctors, are meeting the press on ESPN. Oh, great. So hopefully it's some positive Some information. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, that's going to do it for us. Murph and Andy, they slide in here well next five minutes. Uh, the Cakes and Old Drive today. Heather and Sean take you home from 3 until 6. Morning Rush gets you up tomorrow morning at 6. We're Miller and Condon weekdays. 11 to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.